Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our episode, next episode of the Council on the Future of Education radio show. Uh, this is a guest call-in show, so if you have any questions for me or my guest here in a moment, the number is 646-787-1813. Uh, when you think about the future and being a being on the council on the future of education, we do that a lot. Uh, one thing that, that cannot be um, discussed enough is social media and its impact that it's having on uh, our education, on our society, um, on our students, on our homes. Um, so I brought with me this time a, a, another guest. Her name is I Addison Zhang. She's also one of the founding members of the Council on the Future of Education and one of our uh, best futurists because she is really knee-deep into the whole world of social media, building digital footprints, embracing, overcoming the fear of tech, all of those, all of those things that we as educators uh, need to learn and need to understand. And she's our, definitely our resident expert. Uh, the beauty of this is that right now she's also in, I believe, South Korea, so I'm not even sure what time it is over there. How are you doing, I? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, right now it is 5 a.m. Uh, 5 a.m. in South Korea. I apologize. That's a rough time to be doing a radio show. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. So um, I'm going to read a short bio here on I. She's a digital learning consultant. She coaches educators on leveraging social media technology to enhance student learning outcomes. Uh, she also hosts a weekly Facebook Live show that's uh, very popular and gaining an even more popularity. It's called uh, Classroom Without Walls, and I'm sure she'll be able to tell us more about that in a little bit here, too. Uh, and she's always looking for some good guests. So if you're interested in being a guest on her show, uh, as, as I am, hint, hint, I would love to do that with you, I. Uh, but make sure you can get in contact with me or you can get in contact with her. Uh, she obviously has a passion, like all of us do, about educators being lifelong learners and really being able to use these, this education and technology uh, to the best of our uh, abilities to help our students. So, all right, tell us a little bit about you know, what inspired you to incorporate social media uh, into your teaching tools in the classroom. Yes, definitely. And by the way, thank you so much for that great introduction. Truly appreciate it. And, uh, yes. So I, my social media journey is actually pretty short. I didn't start actively building my digital footprint until only three years ago. So how this got started was that I was at home. I, I think it was spring break, March 2015. And I was at home and grading students' papers during spring break. And, uh, you know, I teach uh, PR classes, public relations classes, and the social media classes. 
So I talk a lot about social media in almost every single class that I teach. And so I'm at home grading students' papers, and then I write in this pretty good student's paper. He mentioned that he had no idea how to use Twitter, what Twitter is about, and had never heard of Pinterest. And, and then he mentioned a bunch of other things. I was in shock. I was like, oh my God, I had been talking about those like digital, like social media platforms in all of my classes. So here I was uh, reading that, you know, good student's paper. And I, I, I learned a few things. And uh, first I was in shock because I realized uh, like a missing link in my own teaching in the sense that I didn't walk the talk. Sure, I talk, talked a lot about social media in my classes, but while I was looking at myself, I didn't truly embrace social media myself as an educator. I didn't walk the talk. And second, I learned that our students, you know, we call them like digital natives. And I learned that they are really good at using social media uh, in terms of the social aspect, you know, the social, the entertaining aspect of social media, but they had no idea how to use social media for professional career development, lifelong learning, and building digital footprint, not at all. And uh, so those are the two main reasons, and I decided to radically change myself and how I teach my classes and how I approach social media as an educator, I finally embraced everything I taught in the classroom. I started to use myself as an, an example to show my students the power of social media. And uh, so fast forward to, to today, and little did I know that simple decision to be a better teacher in the classroom literally transformed my teaching career and my professional career. So I'm just like so feeling so thankful, yes. So that's kind of that's, my journey. That's very, that's, that's awesome. Now let me ask you a question. Um, what would you say would be some of the main impacts that social media has had on education, both, both good and bad? What, what would be some of the big impacts that we've seen since the uh, inception of the Facebooks and the Snapchats and all those different social media outlets? I think, yeah, I think for me, you know, I'm not sure about the listeners, and I feel like I have been teaching for almost 10 years. Students, they are really afraid of teachers. And there is that huge power distance between the teacher and the students. So I think using social media and uh, in classes, outside the classes, really humanizes who I am and helps me to better connect with my students. And the best part is, you know, traditional classes is I come to class, I teach, and after the class is over, I pack up my stuff, I leave. Once in a few months, I have the students come to my office hour to chat with me. But like social media allows me to be part of my students' learning journey. And to, to me, like learning doesn't, doesn't just happen inside the classroom, but outside the classroom as well. You know, like on social, students can get a hold of me. Uh, I share my stories, I discuss examples related to what we discuss in class, and students, if they find a good article, they will send me a tweet or they send me a, a, a Facebook message, message through Messenger or sometimes through Snapchat or sometimes on my way to work, 
um, on my commute, I think uh, I'm I'm doing like Snapchat videos with my students to answer their career questions or class-related questions. Those are really and uh, like amazing moments. It really transformed my my teaching experience and their learning experience. So those are the really like positive benefits of using social media. And I think on the other hand, it is really time-consuming. Social media, uh, okay. if you, yeah, if you decide to use social media, is everything okay? Are you? Oh yeah, keep going. So if you decide to use social media in your classes, uh, you have to be a lifelong student because social media, digital platforms change all the time. And, um, and when you are making yourself available to your students through those different social channels, they are going to contact you. I find that I have a much better likelihood to reach out to my students through social than through email or traditional lecture, that type of thing. And they are going to contact you. And uh, it, it can be a lot. You know, I have students I email, like contact me through social all the time. So really pros and cons, depending on what you want to do as a teacher and there are like, you make your own decisions, yeah. But I love Absolutely. it overall, literally, and uh, like my class engagement is better. Students are more interested in learning. By the end of every semester, students always say that, oh, this class feels like a community, feels like a family. And I, I really think the social media aspect helps it. Absolutely. Um, and it's interesting you talk about uh, having been in education for, for quite a while, myself included. I've been in for about 20, 20 some years now. Um, yeah, not as well as you. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting to watch the, uh, the transformation. And when I do my presentations, I always talk about how uh, we're sort of in the wild west of, edu of technology and education because uh, we really don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, we're the trailblazers. We're the first people to use technology. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to have uh, some screw-ups here and there. And, and I know there's a point in time not all too long ago when um, administrators were telling teachers to erase all of your social media. Don't have a Facebook page. Oh. Don't have a Twitter account because it puts you out there and it makes you – uh, put you in a bad situation where kids could say bad things or do bad things, or you could do something, say something stupid and so forth. And I think we need to get beyond that now again, because there is a positive impact of social media. And just like anything, everything could be used in a bad or good way. So it's just a matter of how you use it. Go ahead. Exactly, exactly. I couldn't agree more with you. You know, by last year, they, there was this New York Times article talking about this one professor. I don't know if you read it. Like, she banned all of the digital devices in her classes. And uh, also, a few months ago, or maybe last month, I read an article, like, one high school in Canada. So as soon as students get to school, the teachers will, like, ban, like, take away their smartphone, computers, whatsoever. I really think banning technology not the right way to solve this problem. As you mentioned, you know, technology is like everything else in life. You know, we all love cakes. It's okay to have a cupcake, slice of cake once in a, in a while. And, but like, you know, I just completely banning. I don't know. I think it's not, I always say this, technology is not the root of the problem. The pedagogy is how we use technology is. 
Absolutely. And and we've heard that so many times if you look back in history, like, you know, when the TV came on and, oh, my God, the TV is mm-hmm. going to be the babysitter. Everybody's going to be brain dead. Nobody's going to be able to think anymore. And we're sort of mm-hmm. going through that same thing now with technology again. And uh, we survived. Yeah. We survived the onslaught of the television. We survived exactly. the creation think... of the car. You know, we'll be okay. We just got to exactly. take it. Not, not exactly. over panic exactly. about these things. Totally, totally. Yeah. And I, in fact, like uh, before our interview and uh, like a few hours ago, I did a guest talk at one of my friends' social media class. You know, like students, they just, they don't know how to use social media professionally at all. They are so used to using social media as in like a social or entertainment tool because that's how they have using social media since a very young age. They really need coaching and teaching from qualified teachers, you know, like it, it, it is a learning and they have to be trained. They have to be taught. And I really don't know if there's any other way, you know, after students graduate and many of the students, they are young and they expected, they are expected to be social media marketers. And, but they, if they don't learn this while they are in school, like where else can they get trained? Absolutely. And, and that's, I think a big part of our problem is if you give the child you know, for example, the television and say, here, do with it what you want. Yeah, they're going to sit in front of it for eight hours and not do anything. But if you teach them how to use it in a proper manner, in a good manner, in a healthy manner, then it's going to become an experience that they're going to be able to benefit from. And, and, and social media and technology is just the same. It drives me crazy whenever parents exactly. say, you know, it drives me nuts whenever <laughs> they say, you know, my kid's been on the iPad for four hours and, and that's terrible. Well, yeah, but guess what? You're the parent. Take them off the darn thing. Like if, if you don't want them on it for four hours, you're the parent. Take them off and say you only get one hour. Period. Yes. It's like yes. it's like the exactly. kids are making the rules. It's it's it drives me crazy. So uh, hey, tell me a exactly. little bit about your your show here, Classroom Without Walls, using technology to reexamine uh, education. I know you've interviewed quite a lot yes. of people, and, and this is in a lot of countries too now, right? Like thirteen countries. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, tell yes, us a little definitely. about your show and and all that. And uh, before I talk about my show, and uh, I want to mention another benefit before I forget. I hope that is okay. Sure. And Go another ahead. Absolutely. one is, is like, um, I used to, for example, I, I used to struggle with like funding like professional industry speakers to come to my classes to chat with my students because I teach, you know, public relations, social media classes. I think it is important for students to, to also learn from industry professionals. But after I built a digital footprint or digital brand for myself, I had a waiting list. I had a waiting list of speakers who wanted to talk to my class. So I really changed from struggling to find a speaker, a good speaker to come to my class to develop um, a waiting list. And and to me, that is eye-opening. You know, I'm still the same person. And uh, yes, it is amazing how many people want to how, how many people want to give back and talk to the students. And once I make myself available, and people get to know me, and those things can happen, my networks have become my students' learning resources. So that's another that's, huge benefit I wanted to add. Yeah, that is fantastic. Let's let's take a break right here. I'm going to uh, listen to our public service announcements, and if you can hang on for one minute, I uh, we'll be back yes. in one. Okay. Thank you. This is the Council on the Future of Education. We'll be back in one minute after our public service announcements. 
Hello, everyone. This is David Franklin, one of the authors of Can Every School Succeed, inviting all of you to join the Bending Ed movement and pick up a copy of Can Every School Succeed through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Follow us on Twitter at Can All Succeed, and please join us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for Bending Ed Chat. Thank you. We're more connected than ever before. 90% of America's students use some form of social media, but not all of it's used in a good way. Hurtful posts online are leading to social isolation for many. Psychologists say it's bullying in a brand new way. Well, beyond differences in I Keep Safe, we're looking to change that with ideas for students, their parents, and even teachers. Take the pledge to be kind online and learn more at wearekindonline.com. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Okay, and we're back. This is Rob Furman, Dr. Rob, uh, my Twitter handle, at Dr. Furman. We're here with I, Addison Zhang, one of the founders of the Council on the Future of Education, a friend and colleague, and also the host of Classroom Without Walls, Using Technology to Reimagine Education. I, tell us a little bit about your show, uh, where can people watch it, and all that type of great stuff. Yeah, yes, definitely. And um, my show is called Classroom Without Walls, as you introduced. And people, if they just Google Classroom Without Walls, using technology to reimagine education on Facebook, they can find my show. Or they can follow me on Facebook uh, at iEdisonDown. So I created my show last summer. And the reason I created the show is because, really because I think our society has changed a lot. You know, social media and technology play a huge role in our changing society. And as educators, we also need to change and adapt how we teach and how we interact with our students. That's the reason I launched my show. And the, the reason I call this Classroom Without Wars is that I think we are really in this, maybe we have been in this paradigm shift in education, you know, traditionally, like uh, information before the internet age, information is not available. So when teachers teach classes, we share information with them, with our students. But nowadays, information is everywhere, you know. So I think students, they are like, the future of ed education, I think, is heading to the direction students are being respected as digital learners. And we, as teachers, we really come to speak their language and come to meet them where they are instead of forcing students to come to meet where we are as educators, you know, the traditional educational environment, but we come to where they are. And also really embrace this notion, like students, they prefer digital learning and they want, and, and embrace this notion, like a learning can happen anywhere, anytime. And students, do not only have to learn from educators or one teacher standing in front of the classroom, but they can learn from their peers, from many teachers within the school or outside the school. You know, there's no physical walls or barriers to learning. We are in this open source, like open 
global classroom, you know, where students can learn from anyone, anywhere, anytime. So that's really how I see the future of education and then why I launched my show is to, to show them the possibilities. As you mentioned, my show has been uh, viewed by people from quite a few different countries. And think about it, I'm in, we came to South Korea last year and without technology, I wouldn't be able to do any of the activities I'm doing right now. It is, it is simply impossible. And technology, my show has truly allowed me to build a learning community, an environment where people can learn from each other, not just learn from me, you know, like, like I'm creating opportunities for people to learn from each other. So I'm more like a facilitator. And I see this as almost the future of classroom. Teachers, we are facilitators, you know, students, learn from us, they also learn through us. Absolutely. Excellent. Couldn't have said it better myself. I and that's and that's and that's so true. And if you think about it, you know, you're in South Korea right now. I'm sitting here in little Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now, and we're having this conversation and hopefully inspiring other educators. Uh, 20 years ago, we probably wouldn't be doing that. People wouldn't be uh, no. listening to our podcast and hearing your, your knowledge that's halfway around the world right now. And I think it's tomorrow at 5 a.m. right now, too. If you could send me the lottery ticket numbers, I'd appreciate it. You know, since you're, in the future, you're literally in the future right now, right? The uh, 5 a.m. Yes. on Friday. The, uh, yes, but yes, if, exactly. Uh, so you, you are truly in my future. The, and, I, and I love it. The... Uh, but just to think about the impact and, you know, the whole idea of social media uh, folks that are listening, it's not going away. So, so we have to learn to ride this horse in, in the direction that it's heading. The, the students have found their niche in the social media worlds. We have to be able to provide them an education in those social media worlds. We have to be their model so that we can show them, yes, it is okay for adults to use social media. Yes, it's okay for a teacher to have a Facebook page. And yes, we should be using it so that they have a model of who, of how to appropriately use mm-hmm. these social media mm-hmm. models. You know, the impacts that social media has had on education from you know, the idea of being able to communicate with each, with each other across 24-hour events, being able to communicate on a global scale, hearing so many different points of view from all around the globe, all of those things have brought social media into the forefront of, of education, not to mention the fact that the professional development that teachers get from working with one another on, on social media. Oh, uh, yeah, the options are just spectacular. Um, I, I'm going to spell your name for everybody in case they need to find you on Facebook. It's AI, that's her first name. Then Addison, mm-hmm. A-D-D-Y-S-O-N, apostrophe Zong, Z-H-A-N-G. And her, and her uh, Facebook show is called Classroom Without Walls. I'm sure you can search that on Facebook and you'll find it. Um, I, do you have a Twitter account? Do you know what, what your handle the is same. for that? The same. First and I'm last like name. My social, yes, it's exactly the same, yes. Okay, and if you need help finding her, you can always find me on Twitter at Dr. Furman, Dr. Furman, or you can go to my website, www.robfurman.com, and I'll help you get in contact with I uh, for any of your questions that you have. Uh, that's what the Council of the Future of Education is here for. Uh, we're here to help you. We're here to give you ideas, but we're also willing to listen to ideas, too, and help you refine ideas and get the word out as well. 
Uh, we have our Twitter chat that's once a month, every third Thursday of the month, I believe, uh, with Tammy Fry. And we want to say good luck to Tammy. She's another one of our founders, and she's uh, going to be mm. defending her dissertation here very shortly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so we're hoping that uh, that you can join us on the Council on the Future of Education. Our website's edufuture.us. And let's continue to interact. We're also going to be hosting a uh, an unofficial, informal meeting at ISTE, the International Society for the Technology of Education, uh, in Chicago this June. So uh, keep your ears perked up for more information on that. I, you coming back to the states anytime soon? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, we are supposed to be in Korea for two years. So we spend. Actually, my home is in Philadelphia. And, oh. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, we spend one year. We have one more year to go. Yeah. So one more to go, then you're coming back to Philly. Yes. That's Excellent. And I'm from Pittsburgh, and the Penguins played the Flyers last night. But Pittsburgh, the Penguins beat the Flyers up a little bit on the ice last night. So we'll, we'll uh, see what happens with Pittsburgh playoff hockey. <laughs> well, hey, thank yes, you again, yes. I, so much for coming. Go get some sleep before you have to start your day. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for having me. Truly my honor. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm. This is the Council on the Future of Education radio show. We are here every Monday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for listening. The Council on the Future of Education. and discord are burning in every city. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.